We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. If you'd like to help us out, you can simply give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or perhaps your company would like to financially support us. There are now a couple of ways for you to do this. You can buy some advertising sponsorship from as little as $100 per month or you can now make fully tax-deductible donations via Functional Arts. Head to the website to find out more, thevalepodcast.com.au. Welcome to The Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. There we go, great. Bit of poor music. Wow. Uh, we have a new sponsor. You two. Hey, no, it's not. It's lead and appliance what? and furniture. No, it's not. They're not. Don't say that anymore because they're not. They're powered by better. It's Robinvale Appliances and Furniture Zone. There you go. Oh, okay. They've also- made it really easy to roll off the tongue, haven't they? Mm. Don't blame Kerry Ann for that. She's just the messenger. This was one that was made. There was a decision that was made above her head. But so, what was it again? Uh, what, was it? what was the name of it again? Sorry. Robinvale Appliances and Furniture Zone, powered by Better. Rav. Yes. Well, Ravs is the um, R-A-F-Z is their domain. So Kieran's oh, email Ravs. address is admin at ravs.com.au. I'm confused. Oh. You don't need to worry about it. It's fine. But we were going to, so before all this came about, the scenario was that we were going to do a podcast live from one of their big beds down there. Trouble is they keep selling the damn beds. Oh, And uh, not very socially distant. Mm. So No. Well, unless they're four and a half metres <laughs> yeah. Well, this is true. So, They're quite cozy. Yeah, bragging their chairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. Right. Oh, no. So, Charlie, you're back at work now. Yes. Uh, sadly, uh, I have to work for a living. Mm. Oh, that's unfortunate. How are yeah. things in Mildura with regard to health? Has there been any new cases in Mildura yet? No, no, no new ones in Mildura, Romba, well, this whole area, the whole what, 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 area. How many cases in Mildura at the moment? Five. Five, Five in Mildura, three in Swan Hill. Three in Swan yeah. Hill. And they were all, the ones in Swan Hill at least, were all cruise ship related. Oh, boy, that cruise ship makes I me know. sick. I Far out. Why don't they just take it out in the sea and bomb the freaking thing? Oh, Jesus my You can't. I thought you were in a good mood. No, but uh, seriously, yeah. if we didn't have that ship, uh, we wouldn't have bugger all cases in Australia. So, you know, it's, it's just... That was, that, that was a blunder. Ship. That was a blunder by the New South Wales government. Oh. So. Cruise ships are a petri dish of bacteria floating they on the water. Right. Anyway, they're like yeah, they going on there. At the best of times, they're the uh, petri dish. Yeah. Have you ever been on a cruise, Charles? <laughs> no, there's no way known. You haven't been on the love boat. <laughs> no, there is no way known. Love boat. Guys, where's your next holiday? Holiday, Manang, or what? <laughs> My next holiday, yeah, probably Houston. I go to the club <laughs> when it opens, and that'll be good. Uh, by the river. Well, he was supposed to go. Are you still looking to go to Coachella in October if they're going to let you fly out? Uh, probably not because I don't know if I'll be able to wrangle leave. Oh, uh, yeah. Not because, you, you know, the coronavirus is still going strong. It's not because you can't get leave. What would you yeah, want to go overseas much. at the moment, Chaz? Well, seriously, what would you even contemplate? Your mum and dad won't let you go, Charlie. You know that. Nah, I love it. No, that won't. No. <laughs> well, actually, um, today I'm got. I'm just looking in because I'm supposed to be in Croatia in August, and I've got to cancel that as well. So, yeah. did you, you lose some money on that, Chaz? 
Uh, no, they're giving me credits, okay. like uh, flight credits. Yeah. Anything. Uh, uh, Airbnb were good. They gave my money back straight away yep. on anything I booked. Um, a few, a few of the other things. A bit of accommodation. I lost a bit of money on on this last trip and the Mexico one. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I know people that have, have um, you know, obviously had to cancel their weddings and stuff mm. like that, and they've lost a bit of money on that, and try to reschedule it for next year, and it has has had an effect. Oh yeah, it's, it'll have way. a massive, and so, it will continue to. They're but, saying there's not going to be any, no major or gatherings of people for probably 12 months. Right. I mean, yeah. there goes pig season, Chaz. I oh, know, out the window. Right. What about when they say uh, major, like we, surely they'll lift it at some stage to get to at least 50 people at, say, a function. Or a funeral or something like that or a wedding or, yeah. Mm. yeah. Have to, Charlie. We, we, we can't go on forever like this. So I think we've done a great job to curve it. but To flatten uh, the curve, you mean? To flatten it. Flatten. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look at it. Well, you put it in, let's put it in perspective, right? Let's 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 do it. What is six thousand? Just over six thousand cases in Australia. Yeah, I half, did say the figure this morning. Half of those are recovered. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, unfortunately, or recovering. Or recovering. Unfortunately, we've had sixty odd deaths. No, one deaths now. And probably yeah. what fifteen or twenty from that boat, Charlie? Come off the boat. Yeah, I don't know how many uh, died from the boat though? Mm. So and we're talking about the Ruby Princess here. We're not mm. taking into consideration the others, just that Ruby no, Princess. No, just the Ruby Princess. Yeah. Maybe. So now going to be docked in Wollongong until the end of the week. Why don't they just send it in the middle of the ocean? Because it's full of people, Donnie. No, take the people off it. Mm. That, that's never going to be, be allowed to go back out. To, it, it'd be yeah, they may as well rename it at least because no one's going to want to go on it. No, no way. No. no one will probably, like, if, as far from a marketing point of view, as far as Carnival Cruises goes. They're buggered. Forget it. Yeah, they're going to yeah. get their ass to suit anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, but, yeah, look, Chaz, I, I think Australia's coped pretty well with this Rona and um, we've just got to start to lift it because. I love how you're on a first name basis. See, um, <laughs> you have to love America, Chaz. Yeah, you see in America no, protesting. No, I don't love America. I feel like they're going. We want to go totally the opposite to what they're doing. Yeah, I see how they're protesting because they want the bands lifted. Like that's how redneck they are. There, it's like I don't care about the Rona. I'll die. I'll, yeah, but I, I want my rights back. Like, seriously, just get back in your box. Well, I was talking to Jason from the Sunny Daily today, and he was talking about um, managing his staff um, because, unfortunately, you know, with the closeout that they've had to have and and all the rest of it, they're still trying to operate, but. You know, he was saying that trying to manage, you know, managing staff at any time is, is difficult, but trying to manage, yes, people are angry and they're angry for all sorts of reasons, but trying to, you know, when people get crazy and they lose that logical thought pattern, they can do silly, mm. silly things. Mm. So trying to keep everyone contained and calm and and you know what? The government, I think, state all the states, federal, have done such a good job in controlling this situation. Mm. Um, we've done much better than a lot of other countries. Yeah. I think for our part of the world, we've done a great job with enforcing, and a lot's got to be said for the healthcare workers, yeah. for the cops, for yeah. the paramedics, except for Charlie, who yeah. has worked about three days in the last three months. <laughs> um, but we've done, I think we've done an exceptional no, job, but have. there's a reason this is in place. So don't get, yes, it's okay to feel angry and it's probably not anger you're feeling. It's probably grief for the way of life that we used to live rather than actual, does that make but, sense? No, but I was having this conversation with my kids the other night, actually. Like, has it really affected our lifestyles too much? Apart yes, from it has been me. But for you, Chaz, but for me, it was my busy time the last three months anyway, picking mm. and Luke's would have been harvesting. Mm. So 
we're socially distanced from anybody anyway. Yeah. Right. Okay. The kids aren't going to school. So that's mm. a challenge trying to homeschool. The How kids. is Carmel going? Yeah. She had enough today. It's only been what a week, not even whatever. It's Monday, the second yeah, week. Yeah. yeah. The, the kids are just not interested. Like they, they're good students. They're good kids, but they're at home. They don't want to be schooling. Like we, and Sam, then, Samuel, he, he, He's just like, I want to go to work with dad. Yeah. I, you know, he thinks it's holidays, but mm. it's, you've got to be actually learning. But the yeah, thing for me, is with the, kids too, though, Donnie, is that kids are always much better behaved for people that are not their parents. Oh, yes. So having mum and dad try to to teach them and to take lessons, and I noticed it today trying to do a hippie lesson with Amanda from RDHS and Peyton. Yeah. He's just, he's looking at me, you know, it's hard. Yeah, but apart from that and sport, are the schools checking in with them though? Like, are they? Yeah, yeah, they, they're, they're doing the zooms and all that kind of stuff. But um, and Google but, Classroom, are they doing yeah, Google Classroom? Doing Google, yeah. But it's the internet's been playing up. Like, obviously, must be overloaded well, and, because everyone wants to be on it. Yeah, Samuel was supposed to see his, meet his teacher at eleven o'clock or something today, but couldn't get it. Just couldn't get it. Couldn't get the yeah. connection. I think mm. I was talking to you about it. Mm. But look, you know, apart from. The sport, because the kids aren't obviously playing sport. The only other thing was Emma was meant to do a deb last Friday night. Oh, she was doing a deb? Yeah. And that How got, old is Emma? She's nearly 16. How old are you, Donnie? Yeah, I'm pretty old, Jez. Uh, but, um, yeah, that, that got cancelled. So, um, and she was obviously devastated about that. Um, like but will she do it next year? Well, they're going to have to. They've got yeah. it booked in for November this year again, but Ooh. whether that will eventuate or not, I'm not sure. Instead of having one, they may have two Debs next year like we used to do. Yeah. You know, like, but, um, that was, yeah but it really hasn't imp- impacted our lives a lot. Like we haven't given up a lot because we don't go, you know, obviously we don't eat out every night and we don't, you know, visit people this time of year because obviously mm. we're busy and whatever. But it's going to be a challenge now. Picking's just about finished, I think. Mm. Um, but I think it hasn't, for those of us on farms and in this area, it really hasn't. But <sighs> if you look at the footage, and I'm talking to some friends, um, like I was talking to Kyle, and I might put him on as part of this episode. I was talking to Kyle, who's a friend of mine in Tampa. He's a med student, yeah. and it has really affected oh, his life. Sort of, yeah. University's closed down. He can't fish. <laughs> they live right on the bay. Mm. And you look at or speak to people in London, and they can't go out. And mm. that's all they do because their houses are but so But even in Melbourne, small. you can understand yeah. how they're going crazy because they live in shoeboxes. That's right. Yeah, we, you know, I say to my kids, you've got 25 acres to run around with. Mm. Jump on the motorbike, jump on the gators, j- do whatever. Go yeah. and kick the footy outside, play basketball. Climb but, a tree. You know, but mm. yeah, well, exactly. You know, like go and do stuff that we did when we were kids. Mm. You know, mm. like, go and play in the mud or, yeah. you know, Samuel started a veggie garden, which, you know, awesome. that's great. Yeah, you know, I reckon that's great. That's probably awesome. learning more about that than what being at school, so, mm. you know, but it's, it's going to come to the stage where the kid's going to have to go to school. You know, it's just not going to – I think term two would be out of the question. Yeah. Um, and then you yeah. get other, the other things too, which people haven't thought of, and me and Jay spoke about it before, was school fees. Mm. You know, how, how, do you, how do you determine how do you pay school fees now, you know, when you're only doing three months, three terms instead of four? Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the preschool, I got an, another letter from them today um, from Robinvale Preschool, and they're refunding for anyone that's paid up front, they'll yeah. refund turn two, which is yeah. great, or for anyone that's on the direct debit, there's, there's no it. payment. Yeah. So, so that's great. But then because Luke pays his eldest son's school oh. fees as well and pays for computers and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Right. I don't think he thought of it until Brooklyn had said something to him about his, his MacBook Air that yeah. he has to have. Yeah. Um, uh. um, and then Luke kind of went, well, hang on, he's being homeschooled exactly. and he's got another Google yep. some sort of device or whatever that he's doing that on. Yep. Yep. 
So, yeah, I don't know how that's going to be managed. Yeah, only, the penny dropped to me today with the school fees because they usually have to be paid end of term too. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, shit, you know, what's going on with that? So, yeah, I did get in touch with someone. So what, what doing? They hadn't even thought of it. So, so someone, as in Lisa, your sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Chaz, what was that? Oh, that's right. You just answered it. I said, what are St. Mary's doing? But- they don't know, Chaz. They don't know. Like, they're going to have to sit down and think about it. Um, but there's little things like that we just haven't thought of, haven't mm. we? You know, like, it's just... You know, okay, we've got isolation and we social distancing, but what about all these other factors that we haven't done yet? Mm. So, um, and I think this social distancing, Chase, probably in your industry, you'd know more than me, but I think it's going to be here a long time, this social distancing. So, yeah, for for us and yeah. all the extra precautions we're taking with PPE and uh, what we do on jobs, uh, they're talking this is like a good, you know, another good uh, three, four months like this. Yeah. Yeah, Chase. I said even after that, it won't come back to normal either. It'll yeah. just, it'll be it'll be our new norm kind of thing. We'll just yep. be expected to be the same. And yeah, you know what? It's probably better for us anyway. Mm. Mm. It just makes you adaptable and more resilient. I think. I at the end of the day. Oh, look, I haven't washed my hands so much since I've been alive. Mine are so, so cracked. I've got to get onto Beck Blake to get some more body shop cream. Cause they're so. No, that's, that's uh, a disaster. Now speaking of. Beck Blake. No, no, no. Yeah. Speaking of hand sanitizer and stuff. The distillery. Oh, Let yeah. me bring up this yeah. email that I got. So there, you may have noticed, Charlie, maybe you wouldn't have, but um, when I was in town on Friday night picking up my dinner from Loft 13, um, it was delicious, by the way. Um, delicious. It was. I did notice a bit of a smell, but I had got this email earlier in the day and I forgot to reply to him. So um, Ostra Distillers, who are next to Camera Group yeah. in Moore Street. Yeah. Well, good day. Vodka Dave, that's what he's known as. Yes, he's got a couple of labels, I believe. There's vodka. Yeah. So the yeah. hand sanitizer that you see in Richie's at the moment in the Scots bottle, that's coming from him. So over the last few months, he has been doing um, a lot of hand sanitizer because he's got all the alcohol there, he's got the ethanol. So he's done um, a lot of sanitizer, which means he's pushing through a lot of volume, which means his pipes have been blocked. Nah, so. To his credit, he has, he's emailed me and he's emailed um, Heather Green, I think, um, within council and gone, I know this is happening. Sticks. We're really sorry. Yeah. Um, we've got a guy, he's in touch with the EPA as well. So he's ticking off all the boxes and doing everything right. But then he sent me all the stats that he's been doing over the last few weeks. So he said, um, if anyone does need sanitizer, we've got plenty in five litre containers. So we've sold 10 pallets to Australia Post five to the Defence Force, and they're now supplying Swan Hill, Mildura and Shepparton and also supplied bulk alcohol for hand sanitizer to bottling companies in Melbourne, which, funny enough, our alcohol has ended up in IGA under our bottling company's brand. Good to see it coming back to support locals. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's great. But one question, Chaz, I've got for you. Yeah. Um, How'd you go with your toilet paper? You get enough? Uh, I reckon I bought toilet paper uh, probably, I don't know, six weeks ago, seven weeks ago. This is yeah. before the whole breakout thing. Yeah. I haven't needed it since. Haven't needed it since. So I don't know what all the craze is about. <laughs> How much did you buy at the time? Yeah, exactly. Would you just... No, no, just, just be normal. Like it was one of those big packs that, uh, you know, I don't know what's, what's in the big, the really big ones, uh, 36 no, or whatever it is. Obviously no shit marks in, James. <laughs> no, I wait until I get to work. Done. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I come to work. I come to work half an hour early just for that. I don't know, Jay, but you probably ought to answer this. You got a household of what? Four of you? Yes. 
That's one thing you never got enough of is toilet paper. Like, no, some, you did right. For some reason, I don't know what the kids do for it. They eat it. I oh, swear to God, kids eat it. Jesus. Oh, they sit on the toilet and they munch on it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, it's like, kids, what the hell? That that roll was full this yeah. morning and now it's it's empty. What and you know hell? what? They don't put the bloody empty rolls in the bin. No, nah, they leave it on there. Exactly yeah. right. Oh, they leave it on there. Oh, just dump it outside yeah, the door. Yeah, nah, definitely. I was going to say, what's Richie's like down there with uh, toilet yeah. paper on the shelves? Because I know... I know Coles and Woolies up here, uh, nothing still. Well, Carmel had to come, go to Majura and buy it last week because Richie's wouldn't have any, and they didn't know when they were getting it. So oh. wouldn't bought it. They are getting deliveries most mornings at 10.30. But it's 10 all 30, gone. It's all gone. Yes. Yeah. So there's people lining up for it. I We actually have a council meeting tomorrow, so um, which we have to go to because of the Local Government Act. Yeah. Pa- state Parliament sits um, to pass a bill that we can do them remotely yeah. from May, but we've I've actually got to go to Swan Hill tomorrow, so I'll probably go to Aldi. You could get some at Aldi last uh, last time. I, I was in went Swan to um, one stop shop or one the uh, one stop wholesalers. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. She went there and got it. She got flour oh. and sugar and everything. I went to Swan Hill before Easter because I was making the zippelies and got flour from the bakers from Bartolotta's Bakery. That didn't oh, nice. One mm. one uh, one kilo or one twenty kilo light at a time or something. Because mum and dad went to that shop there, the one-stop shop, and dad, being dad, he picked up a couple. Oh, I'm going to stock up. They made him take them back. No, nah, only one per person. Oh, my God. My grandmother wouldn't cope with only being able to buy one of everything at the Man. moment. Oh, it is what it is. We are living in unprecedented times. This calls for unprecedented action. Yeah, yeah. We know these are unprecedented times and the new normal, but we all still have to eat, so we may as well eat well. The Jack Bar and Bistro are still doing zero contact takeaway, Monday to Friday, and now is more important than ever to support the dreams of small local businesses. Head to the new website for the menu. Although, given the gaps in supply chains at the moment, the menu is subject to change on a daily basis. Call ahead with your order and we shall bring it out to your car when it's ready with Albert the FPOS machine. The Jack Bar and Bistro. You still have to eat, so Al and Dean are still cooking. Head to the website for all the details, robinvalebridgemotel.com.au. You've been away. Oh, where have I been away? I've been what? isolating. You haven't been isolating. You've been up the block. Speaking That's of That's isolating. Mm-hmm. I was going to suggest that you introduce Noel, but Charlie's probably had more airtime in the last three months than you have. Probably so maybe has. Charlie should. That's why the ratings have dropped, Charlie. Because you've been on more no, than ratings me. actually haven't dropped, and I'll tell you why. Bullshit. Because well, last week, can I? Can I? You can. You got to edit it out. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you why they haven't. Because of the Albanese's and the Chichiglias. Yeah, and last it. week, I've already had some feedback from the Chichiglia clan about <laughs> Charlie making a comment. Do you remember what your comment was, Chalutz? About oh, which one? Oh, yeah, Aunty Betty's are the best. Yeah. Well, I've never had your Aunty Betty's. Zippelies, I've had Aunty Treasers and that's it. <laughs> Who makes the best? Far for me. Hmm. We actually made a batch on Saturday. Carmel did. No, Mum. Mum. Really? Yeah. Well, I, well, I saw, um, like in isolation, but we all went to Mum's and made Zippelies. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> no, it was just. <laughs> it, was only, it was only Carmel and the kids and me. It wasn't. Well, we see each other a day through work, Jade. It's, it's hard not to. Yeah. Well, so that's a grey area. It is a grey area if because you work in the same block and you see each other for exactly every day, so it's mm. for work. There's lots of other grey areas, and we're going to talk to <laughs> Noel Costa now. Noel, how you going, Noel? Oh, well, Donny, how's things? Good, mate. Good. What's happening? Busy time of year for you. 
Well, it has been. We've been sort of swept off our feet, especially today with um, just a few of the background mechanics of rolling out these job keepers and other stimulus packages. So we've been very much on our toes. Yeah, that's why I would like to catch up with you, Noel, because you've been shooting out the emails pretty quick the last week or so. Um, Hang on a minute. Hang on, let's just clarify something. Is Noel your accountant? Oh, yeah, we better clarify that. Noel, yeah, Noel's my accountant. So, so this is but Noel's, Noel's all Rombo's accountant. So. <laughs> Noel's my accountant too. Jump on board. Maybe, maybe he could be the podcast accountant. Do we make money? <laughs> no, you better start paying us. Jess, no. she's going to start paying us. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, good. Anyway, so to get back to Noel, um, so Noel, tell us what's out there in the stimulus package that the government released. You're right about what you're saying in terms of emails and we've been overwhelmed, let alone the clients have been overwhelmed with the information. So I thought I'd try and give a little bit of local content and perspective about what we're talking about. But in particular, the main one, which is hot on everyone's tongues today, is the JobKeeper payment. So the JobKeeper payment, that's the $1,500 payment per fortnight for eligible employers to provide their eligible employees. So that's what's uh, causing the phone to run run hot at the moment. I've got a question with regard to that, Noel, and this is just one of those here on the grapevine. I am a self-employed person with zero employees. Are we eligible for that $1,500 a week payment or is there anything that looks after the self-employed with no employees type scenario? Yeah, so provided you, you satisfy the declining turnover test, which is 30% compared to the same month last year, you're eligible as self-employed. I reckon the downturn would be about 98%, but <laughs> yeah, cool. What about for new businesses, like something that's just started up, you know, November last year? That's a great question. Have you read from the script? That's um... No, no. <laughs> is there a script? Maybe you should send me. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that... Yes, so what the ATO allow is, is that they, they do allow for new businesses and they allow for a bit of discretion there, What try and normalise what the business operations would have been the same month last year. I had a client on the phone earlier and, and Easter fell in April last year, so, so it's, um, it's fairly difficult to, to normalise that when you're in the hospitality industry. But, yeah, there's a discretion to, to provide an estimate based on a normalised month. Right, now, being... Um obviously a blocky um, and a lot of blockies in their busy time of year at the moment or getting towards the end of their busy time of year, what would we be eligible for at all these stimulus packages? Like obviously we're not small businesses or, um, you know, we got income money coming in three months a year and all that kind of stuff. How, how would we apply for stuff and how do we know what we actually can get? So there's a lot of information out there, like I said, if we want to focus just on the job keepers for the moment, the main criteria there is that the employers had a 30% decline in, in turnover of their business. That's difficult to adapt to a farming business where there's seasonal, seasonal fluctuations, let alone year-to-year fluctuations, and the income's lumpy. So that's one of the main criteria there, and the business had to be eligible on the 1st of March 2020. The other aspect of the job keepers is that the employees need to be eligible as well. So you have on one hand the employers eligible, and the other hand the employees need to be eligible. They need to have been employed on the, from the 1st of March, and if they were casual, they need to be employed for a period of 12 months. So to answer that question, your perspective, Donny, a lot of the farmers and horticulturalists engage contractors, not necessarily engage employees directly, and there's a number of reasons for that. In those circumstances, we have a family group that employ purely contract labour or labour hire arrangements, 
they wouldn't they wouldn't be eligible for the job keeper. Only one family member, as it stands at the moment, would be eligible. Remember last time we spoke a couple of weeks ago, Noel, um, I do employ a full-time employer, my nephew. You said there was some sort of money we could get back by having a full-time employee. Is that still on the, on the table or not? Yep, that was the first announcement that Scott Morrison made, and that relates to the PAYG boost. So with, with that first announcement, it was all about retaining people in jobs. So with that, with that PAYG boost, the withholding tax paid to those employees is effectively refunded and it's capped up to $100,000 between okay. now and September. Yep. So and that's tax free. So that's a good one. So any, so to overlay that in your business um, yep. or any family business that employs direct employees, they'll get a refund of the paid POIG withholding that's noted on your business activity statements every quarter. Okay, good. That's significant. Yeah. Uh, that, is, that, 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 is, that is a good one. So you have that overlaid with job keepers, which may be difficult for some of the, the farmers to, to be able to access. Yep. Um, the other one which we've found is that the ATO providing significant significant relief at the moment in terms of tax payable. If your tax was payable last year or due last year, they're, they're offering deferred terms interest-free, which is yep. really handy. Yep, we spoke, I think we spoke about that too, didn't we, Noel? Yeah, that, that was that was on the agenda. Yeah. Um, the other item, the other items out there is the increase in the instant asset write-off. So this is all about you need the money to spend it, or you need the capacity to borrow to spend it. So this is the instant asset write-off, which is an increase from thirty thousand dollars to one hundred fifty thousand dollars per item, and it can relate yeah. to new or used items. So that's pretty handy if you're upgrading a spray tank or a tractor or something like that. You can write off that entire asset in, in, in the first year. So if, you, if you're purchasing a $90,000 spray tank, you'll effectively gain a $30,000 tax benefit yep. in the one year. So you get to write that off immediately, which is quite yep. powerful. So you, so you can update. Did you? Oh, did you November. just buy a new ute last year? November. <laughs> November? And you just bought a new one? No. I said I just bought one. It's only six months old. Jeez. No. What's that, Chaz? You're making too much money. No, no, about that. I haven't been paid yet. Well, I said we could pay first. No, the two hundred fifty thousand dollar loan. The government's um, have they clarified the interest rates on that and repayment terms and all that kind of stuff? That, that's becoming really problematic. Um, yeah. And when it was announced by Scott Morrison on the steps of Parliament, it seemed like a really, really good idea. <laughs> what happened was this was being imposed on the banks, and they're just not equipped for it. So we're sitting here today, almost a month later after the announcement, and the banks are scrambling at this one. Now, the problem with the $250,000 loan is that it's 50% guaranteed by the government. Yep. So I walked away from that thinking, oh, great, everyone's guaranteed for up to 125000 That's not the case. You still need to satisfy the usual criteria that the bank put forward. I had a client the other day that refused any money, not because of the guarantee, because I just couldn't service the debt. So you still need to demonstrate serviceability. And the other problem is you get to the end of September, um, it's interest-free, but you still need to work it out in, in three years' time how you're going to pay it back. Yeah. So there's, that, that, that one's become problematic. The other one, which is popular and it's got a bit of a catch to it, like anything, this one with a catch to it is where the clients are deferring their payment, repayments on equipment and finance and loans. Mm. So I've had an instant, instance earlier today where the client's requested to to de- defer their payments until the end of September, until yep. they get through this period. Um, and 
what we've been told that that may impact their credit rating or if they want to finance or buy a piece of equipment between now and September, they will more than likely be declined. Yes. Wow. So that's becoming a real challenge as well, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So that one's fresh off the press off the couple of the bank managers I spoke to today. Noel, can I ask you about the other one that has been making headlines? I know um, for financial advisors, this is causing them a bit of a headache, and that is the $20,000 available in two lots from your superannuation. Yeah. That yeah. seems like, it seems like, yeah, a great, a great thing to do straight away for some fast cash, but that can surely have some repercussions on your retirement. Totally agree. So that's really a last resort from our point of view on the advice. And I just ran some numbers. I was anticipating this question. Um, just ran some numbers earlier on. And if you're four years old and you are withdrawing up to the twenty thousand dollars, that could cost you around fifty thousand dollars in retirement. You really need to um, ascertain what you're going to do with that money and can you replace it. So is it is it genuinely a situation where you look? I need this short term cash flow, but I have the capacity to replace it when things pick up again. Because if yep. you don't, on the down the track, that you, you just denied yourself a large amount of super, and that and that I find, um, yeah, I, I wasn't very favourable on that. Yeah, yeah, it was something that I looked at because, like I said, being a, a self-employed person, it was one of those things. Considering I've lost a lot of business in what I do, I thought, well, maybe if I take it out of super. But then I looked at it and I went, I really don't pay as much into super as I should be for a start. Mm. So taking it out will be really counterproductive for someone like me. It mm. sounds good in the interim, but then you re- go through all the fine print and you're like, oh no, that's bad move. I'll just ride this wave out. I think. I think the economy is going to come out okay. At- at the other end of this? Yeah, I think it will come back It will come back very strong because this it wasn't the economic drivers that slowed it down. Yeah. It was health drivers that slowed the economy. So when the confidence picks up, there will be the resources and funds to turn this around very quickly. It's yeah. not an economic-driven slowdown. So that's the one thing to remember. And just to add back on that super comment you made, uh, Jade, was very, very true. The other little trap I found is that when clients withdraw funds from super, they don't realise that if their, if their balance is too low, below ten or 15000 the insurances that they pay within their super policy become void or effectively um, they're not covered because oh. their, their, their insurance and super balance is too low. So that's just another thing mindful. So if you're sort of in your, your late 20s and early 30s and looking for an opportunity to grab some cash, you may find that the premiums that you're paying within your super are actually um, covering any any insurance policy at all. Yeah. Wow, that's another thing you just don't even think of. That's why we've got an expert on. Well, that's, that's answer exactly these questions. Why. That's so. why you employ a good accountant. Exactly. Because I don't like it. I mean, I'd much rather pay somebody else to do it. It's funny, you know, um, ever since we've had Noel as accountant, you know, mum and dad are pretty conservative in the business, as Noel would know. As soon as I say I've ran a past Noel, it's okay. No worries, do it. Because uh, Noel's, Noel's a man. Yeah, well, Noel's Noel Jesus. knows, Donnie doesn't. No, exactly. Yeah, as long as no, no, it's been all about the bank. As long as Noel's approved it, we're, we're right to go. Charlie, have you fallen asleep? Charlie, you look, you look like you're Corona. You know what's happened is I'm on my phone because uh, my computer wasn't playing the game. <laughs> look at you. You look like you're on drugs. Do you take those drugs in that ambulance or what? He's also delayed about 30 seconds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, Can like, you stop sucking on the green stick, Charlie? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Charlie. <laughs> Just thinking about our little town here, Noel, uh, like Robmo, it's, it's, you know, it's, um, it's a battle for a small business as it is. Now we've been hit with the corona. Um, we haven't been hit with the corona. We've still got no cases here. 
Confirmed. <laughs> Come on, Jack. Confirmed. But, you know, like, it's, it's going to impact small towns, isn't it, like in the long run? It already you're gonna, is. Going to lose businesses. It already, and, it already has, and especially those towns that are a highly, a highly um, geared towards tourism and hospitality. So what, what we find, Ronvale's quite, quite immune in some respects because it's exposed to agriculture. Charlie, what are you Charlie, put yourself on mute. He's only just getting the last conversation <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. five minutes later. <laughs> I think he's on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Far out. Um, yes, I think to answer your question, uh, Rombale, because of the high exposure to agriculture, I feel as though is, well, it is, it's, it's, it's a little bit immune to what's happening in, in the wider, wider world yeah. at the moment, even though you'll find now that the, the money trail is slowing down and hopefully it doesn't happen with the collection of this, the revenue from the grapes sold. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it's all smooth sailing. You're going to find that, that the whole money trial is slowing down. You'd be, you're right, Noel. It's probably only been the last maybe week to 10 days where exports really slowed. Other than that, it's been pretty strong all year. Um, the money's come back a little bit now, but um, look. So having honest, said that, though, Donny, it's going to become really important that the growers, local blockies, really support the local small oh, businesses. Oh, for sure, in yeah. Like, no it's definitely. always been important, yeah. but now more than ever. 100%. Like, no, that's, that's for sure. You know, like, we've always said the shop locally, but now in the way things have been the last six, well, what, probably three months, yeah. it's, it's more important now than ever mm. So to shop locally. And it'll be 12 months in. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and that even goes so far as when you're booking accommodation, like if you're an essential traveller or booking accommodation for workers or whatever, book direct with properties rather mm. than going through Trivago or booking.com because yeah. they're all offshore owned. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just those little things. But it is going to be like the agriculture sector is absolutely essential. And there was one comment that I heard about yesterday. They were talking on Sunrise and thanking the food delivery drivers. And I'm like, what about the poor farmers that are growing the food? Let's yeah. thank them first. Yeah, we, get, we seem to get left out of that conversation a fair bit. You know, I, th- I read somewhere that Australia produces enough uh, food to feed 75 million people if, that, if we had that in Australia. Hmm. You know, so we only got 25. Or 25, 20, yeah. yeah. So we're, three times the amount of food's been, been produced, yet uh, we can go back to the old water argument now too and say, well, give us the water at a reasonable price and we can – be self-sufficient when these times happen. So Darling, that might be the only silver lining. Oh, water might come back a little bit. What's your feeling on that one? I know you're right into that as well. Yeah, it's actually surprised me how far it tapered off this season. Yeah, um, but hopefully with the rain about now, there'll be that less reliance on growers maybe carry, trying to carry over some water and um, yeah. there may be a little bit less less upward pressure on it. But it surprised me where it's at today. Yeah. I, I remember last time we spoke a couple of weeks ago. Noel, we um, spoke about. The last couple of years, we've yeah, everyone's done pretty well uh, on the farms, and we spoke about we probably should have bought water as an investment. Well, yeah, obviously we didn't, but um, that would have been a good investment in hindsight, wouldn't it? Well, hindsight's a great thing, isn't it? And yeah. um, you made thirty, forty percent on your money, and you wouldn't have had to buy as much temporary water. So, um, but in saying that, um, it, it's it's more of an insurance as well, and you need the you need the cash to to be tied up. And to ensure yourself against low water allocations. Yeah. So now, if you're in farming business for an extended time, if you're in the if you're in the business for the next 10, 15, 20 years, you really need to be looking for that as a bit of a strategy to self-insure the family group to ensure that yeah. you have that, that war chest of, of water there. Yeah. To, uh, to be able to water um, your farms. There was one other item in terms yeah. of there are some state government money available as well for businesses that have been severely impacted. So that may be some of the retailers around town. 
or anyone, Caribbean Park or tourism operators, cafes. So this is a, a $10,000 um, one-off business boost provided by the state government. Um, and I've had clients receiving that already. So this money is flowing through quite quickly. So yep. that's available on the Business Victoria website for anyone listening that's looking to tap into what's, that. What's um, um, criteria? The criteria there. You, have to, you have to have employed people. You have yep. to have employment, but wages of under 650000 and you're eligible for that one. So it's that's not too bad. Right. I actually yeah. heard um, Melina from M Salon talking about a $10,000 payment the other day. I had no idea what she was talking about. Yeah. Again, because I don't employ people. So... So really, there should be something out there for self-employed people like yourself, Jade. Like really, like small business like yourself that is only you running it and you're putting the hours in. Mm-hmm. I know you put the hours in, but there's still not much out there for you, is it? No, but I think like the job keeper payment was one that I'd seen an email about, but even like, my accountant didn't really know about it. Yeah, and I'm a bit behind on my bass because yeah. again, I hate admin. Um, but I know just from looking at like QuickBooks and the yeah, whatever you can see how much is. From looking at the bank account, you can see yeah. that how much has dropped off yeah. and how much time I've got now. The extra, yeah. Um, it's just one of those things you've got to get up to date. And it's a good lesson in you think after 10 years, I'd know, keep your bloody bass up to date yeah. and keep up to date with your bookwork. Yes, so, I know. But- no, no, you're spot on there, Jade. I mean, this is going to um, ensure people are financially organised so that they're, they're, they're ready to apply and take advantage of these, these measures that are available and, and clients that are financially disorganised. Yep. They're the ones giving me more, more grey hairs. So, hey, no. <laughs> quick, quick question before we go, Noel. Um, the government rolled out a $750 a fortnight package there for people who got laid off from work. But um, a lot of people will be amused because people that weren't working got an extra $750 as well. What was your thoughts on that, Noel? Yep, so that's the $550 a fortnight you're referring to. So that's yeah. the supplement. So those who are already on, on job seekers... Yeah, staying at home and, and watching Netflix can now yeah. upgrade their, their their subscriptions. Yeah, and um, look well, that, that part of it. Yeah, in the in in the main, what the government and treasury have done is an amazing job in a short period of time. Is yeah. all the money going to the right right areas? That's questionable, and that's one area where I, I know people who work in the in the health industries, aged care industries. They're not getting that funding support. Yeah, the people who weren't actually supporting the economy initially. Yeah. Giving that extra money, so it's it's not something I agree with. Um, if it was a situation where existing job job seekers kept their payment, but the new the new job seekers got the supplement of an additional five fifty, that makes a little bit more sense to me yeah. because mm. they're the ones that were already working. Yeah. Um, but to effectively reward reward a group that um, yeah they want to work. Yeah, I'm trying to be um, politically correct on this one. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, you they, had to, they, had, they had to stay home. They couldn't go out, so their job got harder. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I kind of still yeah. I can hear you every now and then. <laughs> what, was your, what was your point then, Charlie? We missed that. I said, well, those, those guys too, uh, you know, they, their life's been affected, you know, so they're getting paid just to stay home and do what they're... Charlie, how's their life been affected? Seriously. Hey, they, they can't go out and sit down the mall. <laughs> <you know? laughs> They can't go down rows, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Exactly right. <laughs> so a couple of takeaway shops are closed, so they you know they can't get their food called in for that. So <laughs> things are a bit different. It's a bit hard for these lads. They they sleep into eleven o'clock instead of ten thirty now. So you hey, sound like my father. Oh, it's true, oh Jade. God, you sound like my father. It's bloody true, Jade. We're, we're us four people hey, talking this conversation are working, trying I to know. make a living, and these guys are sitting on their backsides. Yeah, get more money handed to them. It doesn't make it doesn't make sense. I to did me. have the conversation with Luke last week that I would now 
be better off exactly. to join the queue. Exactly right. Yeah. You would be, but you don't want to do I'd that. I'd get childcare for free. Yep. I'd get healthcare for free. I'd have money in the bank. But you're not that sort of person. That, oh, look, no. I'm, not, I'm not saying there's a certain person to do that, but that's not in your nature and you weren't brought up to do that. No. You're a worker no, and, that, and that's yeah. what it comes down to. But it's been very stressful. What's that, Chaz? I just want to stop your rant. Hey, Noel, see those CDs behind you? What's yeah. that for? What did, you, what did you win? I can't take the claim for that one. That's, um, that, that was a present of mine. It's the Eagles. Best editions. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought it might have, the Shadow Rock uh, might have had an award present him to him or some sort of Hall of Fame somewhere on the uh, You know, it's no. It's no are you going to ask me about my artwork Can behind me? Can you let finish, please? Stop <laughs> cutting him off. <laughs> Sorry, Noel, go. Sorry, Noel. I was just going to say, Charlie, next time we get together, we'll build out a few tunes. But, yeah, um, we can do that. No worries. Yeah, Donnie, come on, talk to me. What have you done there? No, Charlie, I was just, what about commenting on my artwork behind me? It's not yours, though. I've That's seen that before. That's a beautiful Barb Egan painting up That there. is a beautiful Barb Egan. Barb Egan's painting me a didgeridoo. I'll bring that oh, in next week. Really? Yes, yes. Gee whiz. Huh? For my 350th game. Really? Yep. That's amazing. That's what? pretty good, actually. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, no, oh, actually, it's sitting there in the trophy cabinet. And would be pretty valuable, I would imagine. Would it? How much do you reckon I'll get for it? Go. Stop it. <laughs> oh, no, nothing. You can come and put it in here and put it next to her pain while we're after it. If there's money, no, we might have to talk about that. No, we don't. Stop it. That's a tax implication. Oh, no. Um, so what do you reckon? No, we'll just keep uh, tracking the way we're tracking and hopefully it all sorts itself yeah. out. Yeah, look, I mean, I've given you a lot of information. Um, there's going to be more questions. I'm happy to come on again and have another chat. Yeah. Because um, it's a bit of a moving target, what's rolling out, but it's important that, if this is a takeaway message from anyone today, is to get financially organised, have a good understanding as to what you're eligible for, just so that you don't you don't miss out for those genuine cases that, that yep. you deserved. Mm. Yeah. Probably advice that I should follow from the expert. Hmm. No, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. No problem. All this free advice, but if you need more <laughs> advice, please go and check with your accountant, who is more than likely. Costa. That's the first time I've got a voice of no, of not getting a bill. So it's been good. <laughs> no, in fact, <laughs> with all this free advertising, we'll send him an invoice. <laughs> Happy to come on again. Thank you. Thanks, Noel. Cheers, mate. Thanks for your time. See you, buddy. <laughs> we have a little confession to make. We've snuck into bed with someone different. They've had a bit of a makeover, changed their name, and they've got so much more on offer now. How on earth could we resist? Get your mind out of the gutter. We've jumped into bed with Robin Vale Appliances and Furniture Zone to bring you the Vale podcast each week. Same people, now they just have more stuff like beds, couches, and all sorts of beautiful furniture for your home and appliances and toys for the kids and the bigger kids. Oh, and they're also the Bendigo Bank and Telstra dealer, as you'd know. So honestly, with so much going on and a handsome new look, why wouldn't we jump into bed together? They're still open and trading too, with social distancing and infection control measures in place so you can get what you need coming into winter. Robin Vale Appliances and Furniture Zone have jumped into bed with us, so you should do the same and support small local businesses like them. We have a new sponsor. Oh, really? Yeah, but, like, this one will be ongoing. Noel's, time Noel, Noel's going to sponsor us. Yeah, good. Noel should sponsor us. <laughs> the amount of publicity he's getting this episode, he should sponsor us. In Next fact, time. he should take my tax and get it up to date for me so I can get some money. <laughs> <laughs> contra. Joe, all he's, giving contra. <laughs> he's giving you free advice, Jade. Don't knock it. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. I'm not at all. Um, no, Robin Vale. So, um, Robin Vale Appliances and Furniture Zone. 
Which were leading appliances. You're looking at me blank, Donnie. Do you not keep up to date? When was the last time you came into town? Three months ago. <laughs> I don't know. Really? I can't remember the last time I came to town. I've been isolating, Jack. I know. Look, we've been the same. But anyway, so um, there's now beds and mattresses and furniture and all oh. sorts of stuff at um, Robin Vale Appliances and Furniture Zone, who are now officially our sponsors. That's great. Thanks, nice. Kes. It is great. Um, question. Is the Sentinel still running? Or yes, they are. Okay. Yep. They, uh, I actually had a chat with Jason Shields, who's the um, editor of the Sunny Daily today, rang me this morning. I see they've got a paper just every Saturday. Every now. Saturday, yeah. yeah, because, and I totally, he makes total sense when I was talking to him today. He, their advertising revenue, you know, they're 70% um, running on print advertising. So when you have 80% of your advertisers and 80% of your revenue then cut I, you off, yeah. then what choice do you have? Especially when you're employing so many staff. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So um, yeah, that would have been... Over 100 years old when it's raised up. 100 years this year. Well, there you go. Yeah. The Sentinel's now being printed in um, Sea Lake at Mallee oh. Printers. So there you go, which is why it feels and looks different. I haven't. Yeah, because you wouldn't. I haven't seen one. I haven't no. picked one up. Are you so. getting it online? Yeah, yeah, definitely <laughs> online. You are <laughs> not. <laughs> you're lying, Sakaji. <laughs> <laughs> definitely online. <laughs> I'm not. It's amazing. Uh, the Sunny Daily uh, made one of the politicians was talking about them because when they were talking about giving um, uh, money to print media. Well, that's. So I'm actually talking about the Sunday Daily because it's one of the oldest, uh, oldest. Well, newspapers yeah. still, well, still going was was still going before this. Mm. And that's what Jason was talking about today about because I said, how do you see, how do you see the the Daily sort of? And I wasn't interviewing. He actually rang me to interview me about Robin Bell. I ended up interviewing him yeah. for the Daily. Um, but he had sort of said that. Um, they were sort of looking now at the government to help them bail them out. But when you're also competing with things like Virgin, oh, the government yeah, bailouts, yeah, yeah. like we're just... Yeah, see that Virgin and Qantas are looking for big payouts. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Queensland government might have stepped up for Virgin. Yeah, because they don't want to lose them. Because they had their base there, yeah. yeah. And it's, but is it temporary, the paper, like Australia's Daily, to be shut down? Or well, they don't, it, don't know. Yet. Uh, like Noel said, you know, it, it's going to depend on whether... Whether you know, because this is not the downturn is not economically driven. Mm. So when things pick up again, but who knows when that pick up will be? Yeah. So you've got all of these staff that are sitting around without jobs. So um, I see uh, Daniel Andrews talking about maybe middle of May lifting some of the restrictions. Mm. So well, I think end of the week they're going to announce uh, at the AFL when it mm. might start, mm. which yeah. is going to be good. Yeah, we're just talking. I had, about- a, I had a bit of an anxiety attack the other day. Why? Because. Uh, well, they were saying that um, we won't be allowed out of our country until December. Oh, Charlie. Charlie, but really, would you want to fly out of Australia at the moment? Yeah, it's it was, like I'm a prisoner, a prisoner of my own country. Yeah, but Chaz, how about time you settle down here and find a wife, eh? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yes, Mum. Sorry, Mum. You're 40 years old. Enough's enough travelling, eh? What are you going to do when you're actually married? You're actually going to – your wife's going to want to – Swing stuff. And why does he have to get married, Donnie? Why not? He's footloose and fancy free. Secret to wealth. Ask Noel. Just secret to wealth. Don't get married. Don't have kids. No, yeah, I understand that. But Charlie, just got to remember in 20 years time, when you're 60 years old, you need someone to snug up with in those cold winter nights, mate. He's got Harley. Yeah. Harley might be around in 20 years time. He'll be dead by then. (laughs) I didn't want to say that, Charlie, but anyway. (laughs) She's not going into bat hard for you here, Charlie. I see, Chaz, I see that. I don't know if it's still going ahead, but Farmer Wants a Wife was on... um, on TV there, advertising. Also, you understand I'm not a farmer as well. Also, I've tried. They've got a new one. A paramedic wants a wife. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> You're already good. 
Emergency services and essential workers need wives. <laughs> it's pretty, hey, Charlie, unless you've got the corona to fall back on now, you can't find a partner in these times, can you? It's pretty hard. I've got a nephew, well, nephew James is dying at the moment. He's like 18, 18 years old, can't go out. Oh, settled out, yeah. Can't well, go out. Yeah, and what are you thinking about doing at 18 years old? I was going to say, yeah, 18, <laughs> if I couldn't go out. Oh, he's dying at the moment. He's like, I'm, I'm working him seven days a week at the moment because he's got that much time on his hands. It's unbelievable. Well, yeah, so, at least it'll keep him out of trouble. Yeah, no, he's um, not spending money, he's saving it, so it's good. Charlie's yeah. sitting at home making espresso martinis on a Friday night. <laughs> 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 Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I didn't say there was anything. Charlie, there's been much. Um, what do you mean Friday nights? It's like Thursday mornings. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Charlie, you hearing much about people getting fined in Majura for uh, breaching the social distancing rules, or what? Yeah, they uh, the cops were dishing out a few. Uh, when was it? Last week, uh, they went a bit hard down the mall, and it was fair yeah. enough because there was people just meeting up, and every every chair down the mall was was full. Yep. Like people just meeting up for a coffee, you know, just having a chat. It's like, uh, I don't think you're getting it, guys. So yeah. I did find a fair few people. And I have an issue with people. You see it on Facebook. People are getting on going, look at these cops. They think they're yeah. bigger than yeah. God. But now, hang on a minute. You're breaking the rules. Exactly. These rules are in place for a reason, you idiots. Yeah. Like that 18-year-old kid that oh. breached him three or four times and he's still walking out thinking he's That was last night God's I seen that. Yeah. What about that guy what? that was in Perth isolating in a motel and he got went out twice in to a row. his girlfriend. Yeah, he got thrown in jail Again. for a month. Um, Chaz, if they want to actually enforce the law pretty hard in Romba, I'll just go to Happy Valley Shop in the morning. I'll get, <laughs> I'll get a lot of bucks. Peter's not bad. <laughs> they've been. Uh, I went to have Valley Store the other day, and they've got their setup there with the arrows and everything. And you Pretty have good. Outside Pretty good. Coffee. Yeah, I think that's what everyone's doing. Like Alison here at the Jack, who are also sponsors and running ads. Um, they're contact free. Mm. They'll bring it out to your car with yeah. the F Plus machine, the loft. Yeah, the loft's been great. Yeah, we had dinner there on Friday night. Yeah, we we had the burger night a couple weeks ago on a Friday night. That was awesome. We had steak, and I was dubious about ordering takeaway steak because you know you let it rest, but there's a point. Yeah, it was since, but even by the time we got home, golf club too. Mum and Dad had golf club on the weekend, and they were great as well. So they were really. really I had a chicken farmer from the golf club last week, and it was really good. Yeah, how's Carmel going at the golf club, Charlie? I think they're they're still pumping out the meals. She said like one Friday night they did over two hundred meals. Yeah. So so I think they're doing okay, but obviously they're losing a lot of money uh, off the pokies and yeah, all the other yeah. stuff that's, that's shut. But mm. drinks Jeez. you can't buy drinks first. No, no, are you still with us, eh? I am. I'm about to do a runner. Yeah, so. but can I ask you one more question? How would how <laughs> would places like the Houston Club be um, faring in these times? Pretty tough. Look, yeah, that's tough. Really yeah. tough. I mean. It's just more the, the people they employ there. So this job keepers will be good. Yeah. At least those people will get will get some pay in their pocket. Um, a venue like that, um, yeah, look, it's, it's difficult. So people start, this is the whole thing, people are underestimating how we change our behaviours and habits after all this. And I've had clients telling me, geez, I'm, I've never saved money like I have before. Yeah. Mm. Because they're not, they're not you know, going to the gyms and having the coffees and things yeah. like that. Or you know, like the gym industry, you know, most people set up at home or the gym junkies. Yeah. So how's that going to recover? Yeah. Um, so our behaviours and what we're doing can change and, and it'll be interesting to see. Some of these industries, they're going to take longer to get back to where they were if, if mm. they do. Yeah. Hey, no, I was cutting in there before a bit and you might have already answered this, but uh, did you say anything about rental assistance? No, we and didn't. people that have got rental properties? I and but I can. <laughs> Part two, no? So you have to pretty much, you've got to demonstrate you're impacted by the COVID-19 situation. 
to be able to request a reduction in rent. It's, um, tenants cannot be evicted between now and September. Um, but so it's given them a bit of protection, but in order to request a reduction in rent, you need to you need to demonstrate that you're, you're suffering financial hardship. Mm. Yeah. I'm a landlord and I wrote to the real estate agent when they sent me my monthly um, statement the other day, I actually got in contact with the real estate agent and said, how is my tenant going? Um, I know that she's gainfully employed, yeah. um, but if she needs any help, like there's probably a little bit of wiggle room because the interest rates are so low mm. and that rent covers my mortgage and then some, there's probably a little bit of wiggle room. I think if you are, it's probably the only thing financially that I'm smart with is that mortgage <laughs> and only because somebody else pays it. But um, I think there's a little bit of wiggle room there. And if you've got a good relationship and landlords are half smart, yeah. like just we'll sit down and work together. It's Surely it's not that hard. But- do they actually have to... Back- well, less than a minute. Hurry up, Donnie. Actually back pay that rent, no? It's a deferral, yeah. yeah. A lot of kiddies. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. fair enough. So, um, so, Jade, if you want to send me through um, your sponsorship packages, I'd like to see them. I can send them to the boys here. Brilliant. So, I'm not, I don't know if you know the structure of our firm, but we just locally own only three local guys own it, myself, Pete and Tony, and employ about 30-odd staff, so... We've got obviously large exposure to Romvale and always support Romvale, don't we, Tony? Yeah, and you love the podcast, no? Loves it. <laughs> Listens every week. Yeah, I do. I enjoy it. So I'm happy to, to come back and chat. Brilliant. I will. You'll be getting an email from me very, very swiftly. I've <laughs> <laughs> got less than a minute left on Zoom because I'm not upgrading because the podcast can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. See you, Noel. Bye. All right, Chase, yeah. I've got a shoot, mate. I've got a couple of hundred boxes I've got to go and pick up out the paddock. All right, you do that. Come and help me or what? Come and do some real work for once. Well, I'd love to, but I'm still I'm still working until six. So. <laughs> well, what about tomorrow? What are you doing tomorrow? Um, uh, I think I've got to put my penis in an embroidery machine. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.